Welcome to another exciting episode of Ocean Arts Podcast. It's Tim Chat, Tim Crush and Crash. No Mikey though. Not yet. Right gonna be here. So he I, I maybe he's eating dinner or something. The, the Colts are doing those forty dollars for forty for forty hours for their fortieth anniversary. Did you see that? No. The Colts are doing forty dollars tickets, right? Oh, okay. For forty hours because it's their fortieth anniversary of being in Indianapolis. So I looked up, and I can get tickets to the Rams game. For $35 on a certified resale in the 600 section. But still, I just thought it was funny that they're offering $40 seats and then I can buy tickets for like $35. That ain't bad. No, I mean, not for the Rams. You would think that they would be more. Well, it's because the Colts aren't going to have anybody this year. We're going to suck. Well, the, the stupid thing is the, the Cleveland game, those same seats are like, which is the upper row, the first, like the last two rows of 600 section at Lucas Oil. Yeah. And they're $59 for the Browns game. And I'm guessing because Cleveland fans travel. Oh, yeah. Cleveland trans fans do travel. And my uncle had his season tickets. Uh, every Cleveland Cleveland game, he, uh, he would sell them for more than he you know paid for them. Which is a lost hope. Because why would you spend as a... No, I don't know. I did the same thing for the Raiders, so didn't I? So I yep. really can't say much. Not allowed to. But uh, yeah, I think the Colts are going to suck. Oh, I already thought we were going to suck, and I, I don't want to say I have no faith in the guy, but I really have no faith in the quarterback because he's a rookie. And well, history shows rookies. Well, I, mean, I think I think Mitchell you know, at least half the season. They signed some running back out of the University of Indianapolis. I guess he's supposed to be a beast. So what what happens if he's like better than Jonathan Taylor and you know gets paid league minimum? Well, then Colts will look like a winner, but right now they look like a bunch of doofuses. It you know here's the deal. That's what happened with Le'Veon and uh, James Conner. Yeah. Well, the, the the odd thing is, is like he signed this contract and then he changed. Uh, he changed uh, agents. So they're thinking that's the, the deal. He agreed to this. He agreed to the contract. Well, that's the thing. What's the what's the point of, you know, putting signing your name and agreeing to like, hey, yeah, I'll play, you know, however many years he signed for or whatever. I don't remember his contract. But it's like, what's the point of doing that if you're not going to follow through? And I know nowadays, you know, they don't care. Like, as long as you got talent, you know, you're going to you're going to have a team to go to. I mean, it just depends. You know, all, I, I I just I, I don't get the strategy behind it. He ain't going to make any money anywhere else. There was a statistic I saw. They were talking about running back plays. And it was like 10 years ago or 15 years ago, 33 percent of the plays in the NFL were running plays. That was down to twenty six percent last year. So, the day of the running backs over. You know, you're not gonna have any more Earl Campbell, Walter Payton, Billy Sims, uh, Barry Sanders, Emmitt I mean, that's Smith. The, that's just for the Colts, though. I mean, the Cowboys last year were like fifty fifty. Tony Dorsett. Duncan, those guys. Well, that because era's you gone. got Dak, and Dak isn't reliable. More reliable than your quarterback. Because we don't have a quarterback. We do. Garner Minshew. I'd, I'd take Dak over Minshew. Don't even start that shit. 
<gasps> is this Mitchell? Holy that. shit. I don't know about that. I w- I'm not sure I would take Dak. I think he's a bit overrated. Don't worry, Dak, four, four games in, he'll miss half the season after that. <laughs> Everybody was like, I know it's like, oh, like, uh, I, everything I see, it's like Dak needs to throw less picks, less th- picks. I mean, yeah, he, he was average, dropping, he was dropping he dimes average, to the defensive backs last uh, yesterday. I saw he only he averaged one pick a game last last season. That's really not. I mean, it's still like how I, many games did he play? Twelve. So I mean, he only threw four extra picks if you think about it. Which I mean, it's still not good. But it's not like he was out there throwing 30 picks last season and he had a dick ton of touchdowns. So it's not like he garbage did time deck garbage. He did pretty good. I remember the season. It wasn't this last season, but the season before I had Dak as my number one QB. And like he, he would suck. Like I'd have no points with him until the fourth quarter. And then that's, that's when he'd get his points. That's because we would run all game. Mahomes threw 12 interceptions last year. 41 Mahomes. touchdowns. Jeez, 41 touchdowns. That's insane. Yeah, and his you got to play him. His stats, he throws a lot of, of – he does – he throws a lot of picks. Mahomes does. Yeah, the more you throw, the more picks you're going to throw eventually. Like, there's no – He threw he – threw, he threw 13 interceptions in 21. He threw 38 – or he threw six, though, only six in 2020. So what's Dak Prescott's stats? Let's take a look here. So, which it's hard to say because his he may have less numbers, but he only plays half the season. So, Tim, you know we like just giving you trouble about the Cowboys as much as you like giving us trouble. <laughs> Dak had 15 interceptions last year, the one less than I thought. So, but he has still had, but he played less games than Mahomes, and Mahomes only threw like. Well, I mean, I don't think it's fair to compare fucking Dak to Mahomes. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go against the best quarterback in the league. So, uh, who do you want me to compare him to? Derek Daniels. Carr? Josh. No, but I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna say Dak is average, then you should put him against no, the I'm people not. That are in his. I'm not saying Dak is average. Dak is a. Dak is a step below. Oh, well, Dak is wicked shitty compared to Brady. Yeah, of course. He's <laughs> to Brady. Not last year. I think Dak was better than Brady last year. Brady was a uh, kind of fell off a cliff a little, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong. I would still have had him over anybody yeah. else, but. Brady did good enough in all of his career that he can. Yeah. Spot a few shitty games and still be good. Mm hmm. Hold on. Anyways, um, let's get into some of the meat of it. I guess I saw, you know, the football is. Hold on, I want to compare him to Derek Carr since that's okay. We got compared to Derek Carr. Ah, the Saints number one. Derek Carr. Derek Carr had fourteen interceptions. They're pretty. They're pretty close. And he played a full season minus two games. Even across their career, they're pretty close. Like on the they they who? are yeah actually they are Dak Prescott and Derek Carr. They're like li- like literally yeah. like one has a few more touchdowns, but the other one has a few more picks. This one has more yards, but this one has less completion. So Honestly, I've, I've like really analyzed their stats, and they're pretty close. I would take Dak over freaking Garoppolo any day of the week. Honestly, yeah, I would too. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. 
That's all I got to say about that. Oh, Joe Burrow's out for how long? Six weeks? Yeah. At minimum, I think six weeks. And who else? Somebody else got hurt. He's out for a while. Um, oh, I know who you're talking I can't think of their name. Was the running back? Zach Moss. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, for the Colts. Yeah, he's hurt. And then uh, the guy from Buffalo. Is there somebody from Buffalo get hurt? Or no, somebody tore their ACL. Yeah, I who think tore their Moss. ACL? Isn't that Moss? I think Zach Moss is a... No, a Zach Moss broke his arm. Somebody big tore there's their the, ACL. There's a Bill, Bills guy and... It was, a, it was a Bills guy, yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Um, no, that's okay. I'm not a Bills fan. So, uh, I can't say who was it. Which... Give me a second. Bills torn ACL. Yeah. Vaughn Miller. Yeah, it is Vaughn. Was it Vaughn Miller? Yeah, Vaughn Miller. I forgot he went to. I forgot he went there. Yeah, I still he's take out Vaughn the... Miller over a lot of other people. He, he'll he'll get his uh, pressures. Yeah, but somebody else got hurt too. I can't remember who it was. I don't know. I, it's I don't know. We got football on Monday, on when on Sunday, uh, Thursday though. You you'll get the right day here at some point. Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, 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 Thursday. It's Thursday night. Who is it again? I know you told me, but I can't remember. It's Cleveland and uh, the J E T S Jets Jets Jets. So do you think uh, we'll see uh, Rogers. Mr. Rogers? I think he'll play one series. Uh, one series. A A round. Yeah, he he's gonna try and get some uh, chemistry going with his uh, receivers. I think I think the Jets are gonna be a contender this year. I think as long as I don't think they'll win their division, but I think the Jets will be second. Like it'll be between them and Buffalo, but Buffalo I think is a better team overall. Oh, I think so. Two, I mean, that goes without saying. I mean, who is that? That's uh, who's in their division? Oh, well, Buffalo, Miami, Buffalo, Jets, Miami, uh, Pat, and, Patriots, and Patriots, and New England. Yeah, as long as Bill Belichick doesn't find a way to cheat like he always does, but no, I. I I don't see the Jets coming out of the uh, AFC. There's too many better teams in the AFC. Oh yeah, that they would have to. I don't know. I mean, how far? What were the? What was their stats last year? When the they Jets. Uh, they did pretty good to begin with, but then their quarterback was too busy hitting on milfs. <laughs> right. Good for him. I wish I was. Hey, good. he's he's got a type, and he stuck to it. That's right. Gotta give I mean, him credit. They were seven and ten. I remember they they. They started off pretty good. I think they're like second in the division for See, a while. See, they're seven and ten. See, they got Rodgers now. He can win. So they could end up in the playoffs. Rodgers is one of those QBs as he's good enough to get you the, that one or two wins a, a year all on his own. Kind of like kind of like Brady and uh, Manning. You could always count on them to get you the get you one or two wins all by themselves. Right. So I mean, there you go. I mean, I don't know. Just saying. But um, I know you want to talk about Oppenheimer, but let's kind of talk about my stuff first. If you hey, go talk away. I don't care. Okay. So I, I'm going to start with I watched Guns Akimbo on Hulu. 
That's the one with uh, Harry Potter. I can't think of his name. Daniel um, Radcliffe. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. He um, basically he's a troll, and he trolls like this dark web like game where they put people in try to get kill each other. So they he trolls the uh, creators. They find him, capture him, and they strap guns onto his hands. And honestly, it's hilariously like it is a hilariously over. It's just a hilarious movie from start. Is he to like a troll, like under the bridge troll, or like a I think troll? like an internet troll? He he gets okay. his willies off by just messing with people online. So it's like South Park. Yeah, kind of. Think think. Yeah, basically it's South Park. But uh, it's if you want a fun action packed, I I can't really talk about it too much. I guess it's one of those fun turn off your brain movies and just watch it watch stupid <laughs> stupidity um at first he's just trying to get the guns off his hands and he's trying to save his ex-girlfriend <laughs> stuff like that just fun watch people get shot type of movie um after that another movie on hulu that i i suggest this movie it's called boss level um mm-hmm. a guy hold on let me frank grillo i don't know if you remember him but he's He's been in a few things. He was in uh, The Purge, uh, Captain America. He was one of the bad guys in Captain America. Um, but he, he kind of blew up in Captain America and Purge were his kind of things. But it's also got Mel Gibson and Naomi Watts in it and Michelle Yeoh. So it's kind of also Gronk is in the movie. I kind of forgot about that, but he doesn't. Really oh, well, that's fans. then that sold it on me. And uh, Ken Jeong. It's got a, like an all star cast kind of. And it's really fun. It's basically uh, Frank is stuck in a time loop and he's trying to find his way out of it. Um, I think uh, Groundhog Day with, you know, guns. A lot of another just a lot of dumb, stupid action. And it's kind of like. It almost feels like somebody that plays too many video games made the movie with some of the references and stuff. And okay. I know great movie reviews, but I, I don't have anything to bounce off of right now. So it's a movie for Hulu, like as a Hulu made movie. Yep, it's a Hulu made movie, like Netflix made movie, but it's only for, on Hulu. Oh, okay. My one complaint about the movie, I think, would be for a movie made in 2021, it has some really like YouTube. Did it has some really like YouTube graphics, like. Like a guy fresh out of college is making these uh, CG effects, or like did oh what was his name on YouTube uh, that he would like make little fun skits that like people shooting each other and stuff. Um, oh, Asian guy, I can't think of his name. What the heck's his name? It'll come to me randomly. Um, but it, it feels like it was meant for YouTube, but Hulu picked it up type of thing. And it has, and it's like they just threw actors in it to make it, you know, better acting. But they kept the crappy YouTube uh, quality uh, graphics. I don't know. I'll think of the guy's (laughs) name eventually. Like he was a huge, he was huge on YouTube for a while, but then he kind of quit making. PewDiePie. No, PewDiePie's still huge. PewDiePie. I mean, uh, that's the only one I know on YouTube. So. 
he immortalized himself in the South Park uh, two-part special. So he he made it. He completed the goal. I know he probably doesn't need to work again, but he still just keeps making videos. But all it is is really just memes anymore. I mean, that's all all videos are anymore. True, true, true. Sorry, I'm looking through my YouTube follows because I know I follow the guy, hoping that like a name will pop up and refresh my memory. There's a lot. I forgot about a lot of these like people I follow. What the heck? Anyways, pull it up on on Hulu and watch it. Good movie. Then, were were you one of those guys that watched like people play video games on YouTube all the time? Chris was one of those people that I still the... I still follow. If I go to my YouTube subscriptions, I still follow Chris. What is your name on YouTube? Hold on. Sage. Sage. Yeah. So you. I, so I. 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 I've always had like a hard time understanding this. So somebody plays video games, and then you watch them play video <clears throat> games. That's I mean, like going to. That's like people play Destiny. To some, me, that's like watching my brother play video games and not giving me a chance with the controller. Like it's my but, turn now. No, well, you gotta wait. That yeah, to me, it's torture. Game, but for games that you don't have, like I watch people play the games that I just am never gonna buy. Like I've watched people play like Dark Souls and stuff because I like those games, but they're way too hard for me there i'm just not a big fan of that kind of style game but i like watching people play See, dark souls because it's kind of bring when they, when they die to, and they're like bring black son of a bitch <laughs> we need to bring black we need to bring back blockbusters so you can go rent video games and you can try them out before you buy them i know that's how i got that's how i got talked into buying a lot of my games so i'd rent them first See, I mean, how, many games, how many games like i would want to play that i just don't have the time to play but i can watch somebody play while i'm playing my game yeah play jerking off probably too uh, oh yeah he's such a great video game it's player. just fun to watch other people uh, play because they play not everyone plays the same style as you do i like, love the way he pounds that x button uh, uh um, Look at him caress the video. controller with his right hand. Oh. The last video was two years ago, and it was called <laughs> "Memes and Dreams." Did you pay like forty bucks and go sit in a like uh, basketball arena and watch people play video games? I would. If there are any big events close by? Oh my god, that's insane, Chris. What's the remember? difference between watching people play video games, watching esports? And then you know, go and watching a basketball game because it's like there's a, if they're not real, they're playing a video game. Okay, Grandpa, uh, okay. Chris, do you remember? Do you remember that time? Remember when uh, they had that TV show on? Uh, what was it like Spike or something like that? The gate, the it was like uh, whatever, like one of those like reality shows where it was like ten people living in like one uh, studio, yeah. but they were gamers, and it was yeah. There. Trying to win like a million bucks or something by making like being the last gamer standing. Yep. I forget what it was called, but that was. I do too, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I wanted to join that show so bad. That's a cool show. But, uh, no, the people, I, we, we were born, Tim, too early because you can get like full ride scholarships now to oh, 
for esports. Like I, I when I when I had TikTok, I used to follow uh, the University of Kentucky's esports team, and they have some dope ass setups down there. That's what. It, so it's like intramurals don't exist in college anymore because usually the people that like to play sports but were shitty at it would just go play intramurals, and now they just play like NBA. 2K23 as part of the E-team for University of Kentucky as opposed to Intermural. On Twitter, I follow the Indiana Indiana Pacers esports team. They oh, play NBA. Shit, dude. That's not even, just go play basketball, Chris. Some people aren't good at sports, aren't physical. That's what Intermurals are for. That's what playgrounds are for. You just go yeah. play because you Why enjoy the game. Why do that when I can make legitimate money playing video games? I was going to say, be shitty at something that you're not that good at. You're going to be shitty at video games. Some guys play for, you know, 16 hours a day every day. Chris, from Call of Duty 4 to Black Ops 2, I was one of the best Call of Duty players around. In, In Modern Warfare, in Call of Duty 4, me and my buddy were in the top 100 of the world at one point. So why didn't you go play tournaments? Because there was no thing back then. I was there was no, there was no, th- there, it was really just oh. starting. Like you couldn't make legitimate money. They didn't, see, money. like in Florida, this, I, honestly, I can remember this. And this goes back when the kids were little. So this is in the early 2000s. So you guys were high school, college, right? Yeah. I, brought, I actually asked my parents once in, well, when the, I was in high school, could I go to a professional tournament? Well, you know there, what they were, said? Tur- no, there were like school. local tournaments. See, we had local video game stores. We didn't have like, it wasn't just games. We don't here. We don't, we don't anymore. When we were growing up, I had to go to GameStop. Well, see, I don't, I don't know if they do now anymore either, but I know growing up those, but there was like two or three video game stores in, in Ocala where I lived and they had video game tournaments like all the time. If you live in a big city, th- that's why I want to make like a gamer bar or like a nerd bar. You, well, Co- I think Coco's I, scene's actually really starting to blow up because I follow them. Coco has a really big uh, like Magic the Gathering uh, scene right now. See, I like, think it's a really healthy scene. I think those those tournaments because Ocala isn't a big city by any stretch, um, but I think it would qualify you for bigger events. Yeah. So, the problem was when we were growing up when it was first starting, I was in school, and I could have I could have gone professional in uh, in a couple games, but I wanted to I wanted to stick with school, so I just never you know took the next step. But in Call of Duty Four, my team was top five for six months straight. Then Black Ops Two, I was top one hundred in the player in the leaderboards for a long time. It's like that stupid Grand Turismo movie where that guy became a race car driver playing video games. You just you just hate us because you ain't us. No, I just I, I if I, mean, I was like, gonna be a, if I was gonna a, be a race car driver, I'm not gonna spend money on a simulator. I'm gonna go do the real thing. You can learn how to drive on the simulator, and then, it's not the it's not, it's not the same thing. You might. All it teaches you is all it teaches you is the tracks. It doesn't teach you racing's about feel, especially on a road course, more so than anything. Train, and they train people in uh in flight simulators. 
Well, I'm not yeah, saying that's if, you. Well, that's you if you get to, if you get to a. They have simulators like Honda has a simulator and Dallara, but like you and me aren't going to be able to play those. All I all you got is a steering wheel attached to your desk and a you know. Me, they and, and break some people's your, some people's setups are better than pro than they, like you think. Yeah, they they make crazy setups. You don't know because you don't watch people play games, so you don't. No, see I, I've seen the, I've seen the racing setups because race car drivers play them. But and that's how they that's how they learn the track. That's not that it, it contributes. All it does is give them familiarity to the There's track. It gives them from, uh, like the thing and the actual like driving part. But you can't. You, can, you cannot simulate. But you, you cannot can simulate still, weather environment. You cannot simulate the feel can. of the tires. You cannot simulate any of that yeah. stuff. Yes, you can. Not as a gamer, you cannot. Yes, you can. You no, can you change cannot. aspects of the game to simulate rain where your car is going to... Right, but, but you can't... So, but, but you're braking in, in a rain, in the rain. It's like driving a car. You can play... The you, you, in the you game. can play a video... I can play Forza 7, right? You don't know I can how computers work? I, I, can, I can play Forza 7. I've got four, Forza 6 or whatever, right? And I can race in the rain and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't it translate absolutely nothing to the road. We're not, I'm not talking about Forza. I am talking about a racing simulator. Forza is a game, not a racing, like a simulator made specifically. Like yeah. people that are people that go for like flight simulator and shit when they're training to be like pilots, they're not playing fucking ace operatives. They're playing some crazy Ace government made, I don't ace combat. Thank you. Racing is a racing is as much about feel as it is about speed. So is everything else, and you can all so, learn it. The scientists play are, a game the, long the, enough, you live feel in. it. This now, world that we live in could easily just be a computer simulation. Let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. I speaking to a professional race car driver, championship winning professional race car driver simulation is nothing like the real thing and when you hit that wall it is very real and there's yeah. no pushing reset there's yeah. no pushing restart nothing reset it's like talking to a fucking 95 year old man that comes from a current professional championship racing driver who is how old uh, I don't know. I can look him up. I don't want to mention his name, but um, look him up. I will look him up. I don't need because his name. I, gu- I guarantee you, anybody under a certain age would have a different opinion. They can simulate real life in fucking games, in like virtual. He's thirty-two. Games. Yeah, he's, he's right. 30, at the, he's he's, he's, he's thirty-two. Right at the age. He's younger. He's older than me by one year. So he, I, he's right at the same age. While I was talking to him, I was talking to him about sim racing. Who's probably not a gamer, so he doesn't know. No, he's a professional race car driver, so he yes. would know. That race yes. car drivers use simulators all the time. He knows the real vehicle, but you can easily simulate all of that stuff with computer programming. No, to become a pilot, you have to do. You have to be. So many hours on in the computer simulation. Before I understand that. You get your I license. I understand that, but and I understand you know, that it's not exactly the same. But you because it's not. 
almost attain that same. I can, I can, I can race. I can race on a simulator on on the you know the local dirt track. But until I get out on the local dirt track that changes every lap, it can simulate changes. But there, there's feel involved in that. There's a lot of feel involved. Whatever. I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> I'm not, he's, I not, mean, he's not listening. I mean, but the, uh, no, I am listening. I am listening. I, and I, race car drivers use simulators all the time, they, but they have professional. That's Honda has a simulator. That's it probably. I don't know if Chevy has a simulator or not. Uh, Delara has a simulator. But you can't repeat heat. You can't repeat. Yes, cold. you can't 100% repeat it. But you can simulate it to such a high degree where it's virtually the same. I, I'm I'm just comparing a, a a real race car driver, uh, based off of what he told me. Like I said, he's won championships. He's raced anywhere from Daytona, Bristol, um, uh, Raceway Park, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So he's Can got some, he's got some credibility as a race car driver. Uh, and he's won multiple championships, but I'm not going to name him. Tony Stewart? No, it's not Tony Stewart. Okay. So. Uh, two, okay. I, don't know if I, you're I, I, I value. I value. I I need a conclusion on this. Professional race car so. Done it. I, quickly, <clears throat> just end it here. But. <laughs> so I don't think I don't think what Tim and uh, Chris are saying that it's. From what I've heard when I joined in on this conversation, I don't think they're saying like the simulators are real, but you can get pretty close. But uh, Chris, I think, are you saying that they are thinking they are real? I, I, no, I think that you can learn off of a simulator, but I don't think that it is a proven training ground for a real race car driver. Okay, then why? I do think they, it can help why, you. I think yeah. it can help you, but you're not your experience is out on the racetrack. It's not sure. a real yeah. it's not it's it's not apples and apples. It's well, apples uh, and it's like what Chris was saying, like you gotta have to have log in so many hours in the simulator and behind the wheel before you can go out on your own or and stuff like that. It's like right. But if I, if so, if I've got a hundred hours in a in a IndyCar simulator at the speedway it doesn't mean I can go drive the Indianapolis Motor Speedway yeah, in a yeah, real race car. I think I think we all know that it doesn't it doesn't equivalent it's not equivalent to 100 hours in the car itself. Right, right, because okay. th- because it's but just as much feel as it, can it get is you as ready speed. as anything else. Yes, you'll be more. You driving the simulator yes. for 100 hours will keep, you'll be more prepared than someone who didn't drive the simulator for 100 hours. Maybe. No, I mean. I, I, I know because because if if a race car driver is coming up through the ranks and never drove a simulator, he's got more experience than I do racing on the simulator. Now, let's put it this way. <laughs> if you put Tim in a simulator for 100 hours. I would you, find Chris and run his fucking <laughs> and ass down. You, you know, Dude, and AJ who has never used a racing simulator. Hours. So there you go. Speaking of simulator, let's talk. Let's me and Tim talk about strange new worlds. So I officially caught up. I watched all all the episodes in two days. It's out so far. (laughs) Wait, is this a Star Trek show? It is, isn't it? 
Yes, this is a Star Trek show. Yeah, Strange New Enterprise? Worlds takes place right before uh, Kirk becomes captain. It's Kirk, Handsome Manson. So is Kirk, is a Kirk character in it, or is yes. it? Is it Him Pike? and his brother. Pike is, is, ca- is, is Pike in it? Yes, Pike, Pike is captain. the captain right now. Okay, okay. I got you, I got you. I caught up. Just curious. Um, but we did, we have gotten a couple episodes with Kirk now. But they also have his brother, which I kind of honestly, I hate to say it, forgot he had a brother. Did you forget Tim or just me? I mean, I never really watched the original show, so. I think it was more of kind of a passing thing in the original show. I might be 100% wrong about that, but I have not really watched the original show as much as I should. Probably more of a Chris, actual like Chris Lecay knowledge than either of you, me or you. I, it had to have been a passing thing because I didn't even know he had a brother, so. It could be like a sitcom when, you know, like like in Boy Meets World, like in the first few episodes, Sean had a sister. Then he became an only child. So I think that was the same thing. It's just kind of wrote into the show and forgotten about. Right. Conned out eventually. Yeah. Because, I mean, even when they did the Star Trek movie, there was no mention of him having a brother. Yeah. So. But that's a good idea to pick up on that and run with that, I think. Damn well, Sam dies in the original show. In the original he series. Does? Yeah, he he dies like in I don't even think it's it might not even be on screen. I think they might just like mention it like he went Hey, my brother he, died. He went on an away <laughs> he went on an away mission like somewhere in the middle cuz he's uh cuz Sam Kirk moves off of the Enterprise when Kirk is captain he's on like another ship somewhere i'm pretty sure and he i could be i I might be wrong but i'm almost positive that i remember uh seeing like reading or seeing like him die uh or like hearing about him die in some episode like he went down on an away mission and never came back so there so do they go out and explore the universe yes it's they're going around it's basically just i think original star trek it's ship of the week uh, you know disaster of the week it's not they have like an overarching story kind of like the other shows did but it's it's back to like the roots of like the 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 ship of the week you know what's the big disaster this week so you didn't have you didn't have to so like you could have missed the previous episode and, and it doesn't tie in with this episode that you might they do watch. they do still like uh say like last time on strange new worlds and it gives you like a little brief synopsis of like what happened but it's more of just for like a little character development like oh spock was human this episode and uh these two were these two people were kind of having a fling and like nothing like story related more character related so it's like so does it have like mr scott and sulu and no the only characters that are in it right now from the original show is uh pike kirk uh um spock Spock and ahura ahura is just a cadet straight out of the academy he's not Ah. a cadet Oh, yeah, she got promoted. My bad. So it's like a prequel, too. Yeah. Um, this, is, but, this, is, this is before the beep boop bop chair. So this is before the yes. Kobayashi Maru. Yes. Uh, okay. No, actually, it's not because Kirk is a is a commander of the Farragut right now. Oh, OK. Is, is the first officer of the Farragut. It's before he got transferred or promoted to captain. 
Um, but, so not this last episode, but two episodes ago, I'm going to say is my new favorite, is my new number one Star Trek episode. My original favorite episode was, um, oh my god, I'm blanking, the the pale moonlight. In the um, pale moonlight. In the pale moonlight on Deep Space Nine. Great episode. It's the in the pale moonlight. It's an episode about like how far you know you know like the Federation is this utopia. You know they never do anything wrong, but it's like how far will they go? How how far can they be pushed to actually start breaking their own rules? And I thought that was a great you know thing to explore like how far will uh, you know a captain in the in the starfleet go pretty far yeah pretty far it's a trap (laughs) or it's a fake but the my new one is so it's a crossover episode between strange new worlds and uh lower decks they even it even starts off in the cart they take the uh strange new worlds opening theme like with the ship and stuff and they redo it all in cartoon forms it's like pretty hilarious yeah so uh, chris how far have you watched the latest uh strange new worlds not strange new worlds um uh lower decks i remember you were enjoying lower decks no i'm not no because no i haven't actually okay well, Sorry. basically, the Strange New Worlds crew finds a uh, a portal that the original Star uh, uh, crew found, and you know Boimler's like nerding out. So, um, but what happens? It gets activated, and he gets pulled back in time. So it's a- the actual character, the guy that voices uh, Boimler, and eventually the girl both come. So it's like they're voice actors; they put them in real life. And what's awesome they, they look is just I, like their characters. So they it works do. Out. And I, I totally forgot the guy that plays Boimler is the, is the guy from uh, The Boys. Jack, Jack Quaid. That's yeah. Jack Quaid. Yeah, I forgot about that. And it was hilarious. Mariner, uh, Mariner Tawny Newsom does like a lot of voice acting and stuff. She's in like yeah. a lot of, I've I've noticed just like randomly watching like something on like Cartoon Network or like one of my random shows on HBO Max. And I'm like, wait a minute. Isn't that Mariner's voice? I'm the same way. But oh, it's just, it's just a really fun episode. It's it's one of those things that it's, it's really you can tell it was a fan service episode, but I don't care. It was really good. There was so many um, improv lines throughout the entire. I was reading an article and it was a like a sit down with um, uh, Jonathan Franks and uh, Jack Quaid and Tony Newsom, and they were all saying like what lines were. Um, improv like when Boimler sees the saddle and he swings his leg over and goes Riker like that was just him <laughs> just like literally that they they said like that was the first like one it was a one take thing like uh, Uhura kept going with her uh, her lines and then like they finished the scene and they kept it because it was so funny I didn't know that. I'm so glad you told me that. I love that even more now. Because he's just like, right. Or, and another one was um, when they're all in the room after Tony Newsom shows up and she's like, Boimler, you didn't tell me about hot Spock over there. Apparently that whole like hot Spock and like the whole conversation that followed was like not part of the actual script. Oh, that's awesome. 
I don't know how how do they keep like a straight face and just keep going after somebody messes always, up a line. I always wonder. It's not even like them. It's like how does the rest like the next the person whose lines next that like is walking into the room as they just finished their ridiculous, not really a line line that they just improv. And they just, with a straight face, keep going with their... So I wonder if there's, like, some sort of, like, just, like, unspoken rule on, like, set. Just, like, keep going until you hear cut. Like, that's whether, probably what it is. Whether you want to keep improving or whether you actually want to just keep going with your actual lines. I I think there might be something, like, just as soon as it action, you just keep going until someone tells you to stop. Because it might turn out better than the actual scene. And I think that's kind of what, what happened there. That's probably actually how it works. I, I have to agree with you, Tim. Just especially, especially with someone like Jonathan Frakes, who is, you know, a Star Trek buff like, you know, yeah. all of us. And is happy to see those. Like he said, he had like the biggest smile on his face when uh when Jack Quaid said Riker because he, he was like it wasn't I'm gonna do a Riker or I can't wait to Riker it was just Riker. <laughs> but it, it, the whole episode was kind of like if you know me or you got teleported into it. It's like just nerding out at everything and then yeah. That, I mean that's what lower decks really is it's just like yeah. a whole a whole fan service show just with some kind of like star trek story behind it mm-hmm. yeah i like those i mean i'm really <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna i feel like it's gonna be a very polarizing next episode it's a musical episode what? so i forgot yeah. about that I... next when when oh, thursday morning or thursday is the musical episode we're gonna get to see. It looks like I saw the trailer. It's like Uhura's trying to contact some species that they don't know how to contact. So she and they end up sending music, and it launches some crazy wave out, and then everybody starts like singing and dancing. And then do they have to save the whales? I mean, always save the whales. Well, I think how far? Save the whales. No, that's from uh. <laughs> Star Trek. Star Trek. Okay. Star Trek 4. It honestly, is. one of the best movies. In my good, yes. I mean, honestly, like, aside from the very first one, they're all pretty good. They, they, there's them, the highs and the lows in all of them, but... Yeah, none of them are, like... It's like any series. Awful. Some of them are I, better I than know. others. Five is really bad. Which one is that? Undiscovered Country? Yes, that the one with like the cling. They like trying to get the peace summit thing. Yeah, where they look, they find God or something. Is that the one? Yeah, that's the bad one. William Shatner directed it. Isn't that the third one? With... No, that's Search for Spock. Oh yeah, Conrad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how it. And Stranger oh, Worlds are kind of experimenting oh, with the uh, that's the, the final frontier. To... Undiscovered Country is six. Five is the final frontier. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say Undiscovered Country is not bad. I like Undiscovered Country. No, Undiscovered yeah. Country is, is, yeah, it's decent. Five it's, was it's the bad five. one. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah, I was like, I know that that's the one with like the Nexus and shit. 
it's just it's just bad. Because even like generations, the one that crosses with uh, Picard and uh, uh, and Kirk, that one's not bad. No, it's not the best, but it's not bad. And then all of TNG's movies are pretty good, except Nemesis. Don't hate me, but I actually don't mind Nemesis. I mean, it's not, again, it's not terrible, but it, <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's Picard's uh, son, but not really, because it's a clone that the Romulans used, and he's from the future. I was, I'm um, like, oh my god, there's too many strings to follow. <laughs> like, it could have just been any Romul- any Romulan from the future, and it would have had the same stakes. It didn't have to be related to Picard. But the fact that it was related to Picard makes it, I don't know, better? I, I wouldn't say. I, well, a lot of people don't like that movie, so I would say probably not. <laughs> I would say it probably wouldn't matter either way. I don't know. From an outsider that doesn't... I just like the design it. of the sh- all the ships look really awesome in that, in that movie. You get the uh, Sovereign Class Enterprise, you get the uh, Scimitar, can't go wrong. <laughs> Wait, so in this Strange New Worlds, Jack Quaid plays Brad Boimler in real life? Yes, in this episode. Shut up. Clint Howard's in it, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, Clint Howard came back. <laughs> That's funny. Why well, can't I think of who Clint Howard is? Ron Howard's brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in every Ron Howard movie. He's and, in... he was, and he was Leon in, in Andy Griffith's show. I think he's actually in the eighth, he's in the eighth episode. I don't think he's in that episode with uh, Jack Quaid. Oh, okay. He was in Andy Griffith. He was Leon. He was a little kid that walked around offering his peanut butter sandwich. I thought you were about huh. to say something different. I'm sorry. He plays he uh, he plays one of the Ferengi in the uh, Deep Space Nine episode. Chris. That's right. Shay, uh, they have to go into the other Deep Space outpost or whatever and. It's like the oh, whole yeah. Rangy Five. I, I love that episode. And he also plays the crazy man in the um, past, whatever the past tense episode of Deep Space Nine is when they go back to like uh, 2015 or whatever when the people were locked in those blocks. Oh, in the ghetto? Yeah. The Brick past, Mansion episode. Past tense, like Deep Space Nine instead of Deep Space Nine. <laughs> deep Space. <laughs> deep, so deep, deep, deep Space. <laughs> yeah, in the Futurama episode. I've watched both of them. They're really good. I haven't seen the newest one, but. I suggest it. The last one. Yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight. The last episode was the first episode was hilarious. I was laughing within like the first thirty seconds. I was too. Like the first joke hit, and I was cracking You're, up. Alien Fry lost in time with no time to lose. I have to find a way to circumvent time. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, when did the episodes come out? Is it Monday morning or Sunday night or something? Monday. Monday morning. Okay. I watched it. I watched it like first thing in the morning when I woke up. It might. It might be like Monday at midnight, like in the morning. Yeah, 
soon as the clock strikes Monday. All right, Chris, you want to talk Oppenheimer? We've already talked about Oppenheimer. We're going to talk about the bombing of Disney. Oh, yeah, yeah. And More like pop. Oh, there's something there I want to bring up. Oppenheimer. So this past week, so they released Haunted Mansion, but apparently not a lot of people knew that they released Haunted Mansion this past weekend. Like, I don't get why. And I, I agree with this. Why wouldn't you release that in October closer to Halloween? Because they were, that's probably when it's going to drop on Disney Plus, and that's going to be their big True. thing. Like, but hey, see, they did Disney the same Plus. thing. They did the same thing with Hocus Pocus. They released it in the in the summertime. Why would you release that in the summertime? That's a Halloween movie. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. But they've lost. Oh, so it was a hundred fifty million dollar budget, and it made it made thirty three worldwide. Only thirty three worldwide. And it made 24 here in America. Barbie did 93 million this past weekend. Oppenheimer did 46. And Haunted Mansion did 24.1. Mission Impossible is dead at 10.6 million. They were fifth behind Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom did another 12.8. Why is Mission Impossible bombing? I don't know. I I really don't. I am kind of surprised by that. I mean, is is Barbie that good? I hear Barbie's good. I've heard, oh, it's horrible and terrible, and it's. I watched Barbie. The movie. Yeah. Is it good? How's it? Uh, it's it's decent. It's not like it's not what you. It's not what I definitely thought about it, but um, I thought it was just like a lot of. It's hard to pinpoint like what exactly they were trying to achieve. I guess. But, I mean, because it's like, Barbie was this figure to, like, empower women and stuff. Um, like, they can be anything and, right. and uh, like that. But, um, so there was this Barbie world, and that's where all the Barbies lived, and the Kins, and then the Barbies ran everything. They had the president, they ran the Supreme Court, it was, and then... Um, I guess something was happening to Barbie, and she went to um, him. And, her and Ken went to the real world and discovered like how to fix it or how to go back to being what what it was. And then they go back, and Ken went back early or something, and he he saw that the real world like the guys ran everything, so he went back to Barbie world and. Now the kids run everything, and then Barbie's like, well, "I just want everything to be back to normal." Like, it was, it was, it was kind of funny. I mean, I don't. Like, I, I, don't I heard know it a lot of poke was, fun at itself. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know whether it was a like comedy or like something like that, but it might have been both a comedy, but also like bringing up a serious issue type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, and then, I like, at the end, at the end of it, they kind of did full circle, and it was like because Ken was still like. He is still like he wanted Barbie to notice him the whole time, and Barbie's like, I don't really care about like being in a relationship and stuff. And that's kind of like what he wanted, I guess. But he's like, you got to figure out how who you are, Ken. It's not because everybody says it's it's Barbie and Ken, and not like. And she's like, but it's because he's always tied to Barbie or something. But and she's like, you have to be Ken, like you know, like. 
It's See, not just. I don't know. I've heard that it's uh, it's a woke film and and it's about empowering women. Blah 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 blah. Then I heard that it makes fun of feminism. So I don't know which one. Yeah, I've heard both. Like I've heard both, and I I can't say. All I know is I don't. I think that movie was made for every adult woman out there who played with Barbies as kids. I really yeah. think that's who that movie that movie was made for. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's their already if that's their audience. They are spending bank at the money to see this movie. That's all I know. Yeah. Ninety-three million, and it's on its second week, third week. Yeah, we because it was the second weekend because we just went um, Friday, and we were going to the six forty show or six forty-five show. It was sold out. Seriously, and so we had to go to that later show. But wow, that's amazing. I mean, good for them. I mean, you know, that's good. Like I said, that movie's not. That's not made for people like me that's made for you know that's for another audience but i mean i've heard you know i've heard people i took my eight-year-old daughter to see it and i walked out yeah. 15 minutes don't take your eight-year-old daughter it ain't made for your eight-year-old daughter it's pg-13 we took, you should read up on yeah it first. We, we took grace on she's three she well, yeah, like, but all of those jokes are yeah, over her head yeah <laughs> but like so i mean she fell asleep with the last like hour left in it but there was this dance scene near the beginning, and she got up in front of her in her chair and started dancing along. Like she was just waving her arms Aww. and stuff. Like, so is, is, I, is, I, is it an eye candy it. kind of movie too? Uh, a little bit, like yeah. with the sets and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I mean, I'm you know, like I said, that's not, but for I, I'm just like I was bringing it up to Chris. They were, I read this article today about Disney losing. How much did I say? $900 million this year? Yeah, something like that. Because they've not made the budget back for Little Mermaid. It's a Little Mermaid bomb. They haven't made the budget back for Elemental. They haven't made the budget back for Indiana Jones. And now they're not making the budget back for... They may not even break even. Like, just for the movie. It was $150 million to make. Um, they have to make $500 million, I read, for Haunted Mansion to make money. They didn't need to make another Haunted Mansion. No, yeah. they didn't. And um, I heard that they they made the hat girl, the bad guy, the hat, no, no, the axe, you know, the axe wielding woman in the, in the, yeah. in the ride. She's the bad guy, not the guy in the hat, the hat box guy. So I just, I, I think people are, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I think people are just fed up with Disney and they're pushing agendas on people and they're just not seeing any kind of Disney product whatsoever. See, that's what my thing is. Like, don't get me wrong. I wanted I wanted to see the new Little Mermaid, but I'm tired of stuff, you know, everything being pushed. It's forced. Like, I, I just want a good movie, fam- a good family movie. Because um, the only one that made money for Disney this year was Guardians made Eight hundred fifty-three million dollars, something like that. And I told, I, I said, you know what? I said they need to go back to, like, in the seventies, they made all kinds of family movies. You know, I, and I mentioned Apple Dumpling Gang. Don't remake the Apple Dumpling Gang. It's a classic. Just leave it alone. But it's a family movie. You know what I mean? There's no It's G-rated. It's a family movie. It's funny. I watched it like a month ago. That movie's still funny. <laughs> um. Just go back to basics. Do you don't have to have, um, you don't have to make the quote. You don't have to have, um, 
you don't have to have a, a Asians in it or, or blacks, or you don't have to have a certain amount of, of diversity in it. You don't need homosexuals in it. Just make a basic movie for the time that the kids can enjoy and not have some yeah. hidden agenda made up underneath. I don't even care if it's like there's no whites in the movie. Just make it, don't for, don't make, you know, an original IP that, you know, has a character that we know what she looks like. Make a new one. Do like right. what they did for uh, Princess and the Bride. I really love Princess and the Bride, and it's not for or not uh, Princess and the Frog. My bad. And I really like Princess and the Frog. It's a good movie. I mean, let's this. They just. I think they just need to. And here's the thing: if they would make two good basic family movies that everybody will go see, then they're going to make bank on those two movies, as opposed to losing nine hundred million dollars on four movies or three movies. And do they have anything? I don't know if they have anything else coming out this year or not. Uh, probably another Marvel movie. Did you see the uh, yeah, Secret the, uh, Invasion is uh, is bombing on Disney Plus? No one's watching it. No. Yeah, it's the lowest Secret Invasion is the lowest rated uh, Marvel show. And they, they, they are doing it. Captain Marvel. They're doing Captain Marvel, right? At Thanksgiving. Captain Snorvel. Yeah, that'll bomb. So because it's it's another it's pushing. It's pushing an agenda movie. A lot of people don't like Brie Larson because she's a asshole, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to see. Just give me a basic. I can remember when they redid. They did Tom and Huck, and it had the kid from uh, Home Improvement in it back in the nineties. You know what I'm talking about? No. The kid from Home Improvement. They redid. They did. The they Culkin. No, not Macaulay Culkin. The kid from Home Improvement, the TV no. show Home Improvement. They redid. I never watched Home Improvement. Oh no, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He was like a big deal back in the day. Um, but they redid Tom and Huck. You know, Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. I went to the movie and seen it. It was a good movie. You know, even like a movie like Jumanji. You know what I mean? It's a basic. It's a, it's a it's a family movie. And the remakes, the ones with the Rock and uh, and uh, what's his face, made sense. They're good movies. Those are good movies. Yeah, I like the like, way they upgraded it to video games. But they yeah. did a callback to the original. Yeah, you know they, they, they it's they it's not completely out. changing it. If you it's it's like the the live action Mulan movie. I like the live action Mulan movie, but it would have been a lot better without the Mulan name to it. Because with the Mulan name, there's expectations. So I, I don't I don't know what Disney. I I told Chris I said we should corporate takeover, and I said we could oh. probably we could probably think up a movie idea, and have it make money more than these experts at Disney. Well, Chris, just think about it. Like they they actually did try an original IP in Elemental, and nobody watched it because it was pushing uh, an agenda. It pushed an agenda, yeah. Yeah, I don't need a secret agenda. I don't. I really don't. What agenda was it pushing? Non-binary transgender stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how the water can go anywhere. Yeah, it can be whatever it wants to believe that it is, yeah. Secret invasion too. Secret agenda. (laughs) I guess that's why I like People are tired of them going after their kids. Like, like if it was an adult movie, if, if Elemental was was uh, focusing on the adults, it probably would have done a lot better. But people are getting tired of these groomers going after their kids. Right. And I'm going to say it out loud. I know we might get 
band or whatever. But that's all. That's what they are. They're groomers. They're going after kids. Kids should not be able to change their gender until they turn eighteen. Say what? But I, I don't. I don't know. I just. Sorry. I think Disney needs a little to go bit of a rant. No, you're right. You're. Right. I agree with you 100. But I think. I think they need to go back to basics. And you know, that's what I love about Oppenheimer. It stayed true to the format. Is a reality. But it's racist you know? and sexist because there's no. Uh, black but people it, or or right, women talking like the first thirty women. minutes. Exactly. Exactly. Well, but, it's set in a certain time where like a lot of those. Yeah. That's exactly those, right, Mikey. It did it. You you understood it story. more than you know these uh, the liberal. Uh, and, media. And the, th- the thing is, I haven't even watched. I haven't even watched a trailer for it. But it stayed true to, you know, they didn't they didn't change anything. They didn't have to. The story was compelling enough. They don't have to. Well, we need to meet the diversity level. So this guy was really white, but we're going to make him, you know, black. You know, you're not going to do that. They, they, they stayed true to it. And look at it. It's it's a freaking money machine. That's a masterpiece. It is. I, I didn't, since I haven't seen it yet, I was. I think I'm going to go to the 70 millimeter IMAX at some point at the state fair or state. Uh, it's twenty two dollars to buy a ticket. I so, that. I was just saying. Um, see how much does done. does he say the line? I've become death destroyer of worlds. Yes. Good. I want to hear it. It was a hundred million dollar budget, and then it's grossed four hundred twelve. <clears throat> Jeez, that's insane. I don't know. It's good. And then while we're on the acting thing, I found this statistic. So, like, I saw some an actress uh, post this on their Instagram. Uh, we're 90 days into the, the actor strike, right? Writers and actors strike. So, the unwillingness to go back to the table has cost LA's economy an estimated 2.7 billion. That's billion dollars, right? Golly. The WGA, you know how much they asked for? What? Four hundred and twenty-nine million dollars. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? And all they had to do was give them what they wanted. Give them what they wanted, which was, you know, more money for, you know, streaming and not ten cent or zero cent, like the picture I put sent you the other that day. That was insane. Who sends a check with no money on it? What was the put- purpose of that? They they lost money on that deal. I don't know what I don't know what they were thinking. Cost money to cost what fifty seven cents to send it. I don't know how much our stamps right now. <laughs> I don't know. So I said that's guessing. They lost fifty something cents just sending it out there with no money on. It probably it probably auto generated. You know what I mean? It's probably got a machine. Yeah, it's probably automatically sent. They don't even pay attention. Then there's some in, some lonely intern in the back stuffing it. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know. I'm going to take over Disney. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make, make it. It's, Is it going to be like the South Park episode where you have to start hiring people to, you know, repair a security guard to keep people out? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm taking over Disney. Make Disney great again. Midga. Uh, uh, selling hats 
that's too close to something else. I'm sorry, Chris, but I can't back you. That's what it is. Mid, mid, it's called Midga, Midga. and the Midga movement, and I'm going to take it over. And I I'm will sorry. take... How much does I, I, Iger... What's his name? Iger. Iger. He makes like I, a cool half a billion He makes a half a, a billion dollars. I will be happy to take over... Because I'm going to have minions below me that's running my shit. You know, you got to <laughs> The little yes. yellow ones. Yeah, even the little. I'm stealing them from Universal, and I'm going to make them Disney property. Oh, speaking, um, of, sorry, uh, that reminded me of something. I want to bring it before I forget. I so, will p- just pay me fifty million dollars, and I'll run Disney. That's okay, how. Deal. Look how much I'm saving the company. And oh, then delegate. You know how they're they're making another. Uh, oh, what's it called? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Yeah. Did you see they're they're in trouble because they didn't use a little person to play the Oompa Loompas? It's an actual like real person, a regular. <laughs> That's size what the Snow White reboot is. Did you know Snow White? They're also the evil queen's not actually that evil apparently, or something like that. Arming is like a doofus, and you know why she was called Snow White because her skin was pale as snow. Why don't they just like come up with their own movie and not ruin? Uh, an original. Because they don't actually. Uh, what's the face? Is Hollywood doesn't know how to make anymore. Just Christopher Nolan. Right? It's like I'm the JJ episode. It's JJ, like. We, of South Park. JJ. One means he's going to help to. Uh, I forget how it goes. My bad. It's like. Did you ever see that movie, Dave? <laughs> Probably never saw it, right? There's a movie called Dave, right? And what it is, it's got Kevin Klein in it and uh, Sigourney Weaver. And Dave plays an impersonator for the president. He looks just like the president of the United States, right? And he makes public appearances as a, a president lookalike. So what happens is the real president has a heart attack or brain aneurysm on top of this woman he's having sex with that's not his wife, right? So they got to cover it. So they, they hire Dave the impersonator right to come in and pretend he's the president and then everybody below him is going to run the country and the president is essentially just hooked up to a machine they're just waiting for him to die so while dave his name is dave is president he slowly takes on a little bit here and there of becoming the president and he hires his buddy and his buddy's a cpa and they come in and they balance the budget for the country but just a he's just a basic CPA, and Charles Grodin plays his buddy. But uh, it's called Dave. It's got uh, Kevin Klein, Screening Weaver. I think Bing Grames is it was one of his. First How old movie. is it? Uh mid nineties, <laughs> early early to mid nineties. It's really good. It is really a good movie though. It's really funny. It's a comedy. It's not. It's not a drama. It's a, it is a comedy, but. I, I, one of the funniest things was that he hires his buddy who's a CPA and they balance the budget because they just cut out all the extra crap that's not needed. And I'm like, that's the you problem get with JFK. <laughs> that's the problem with, with, with politics, with Hollywood. That's what we need. We need just some basic doofus off the street to run and think like an average person and we got that right now we got a doofus in the in the white house that that kind of doofus no a doofus that understands the american people not a doofus at the end oh that's sold his soul to china yes i'm not talking about that kind of doofus 
I'm talking about somebody like you or me, Chris, or Mikey, or Tim. Hell, even Tim could do a better job, I'm convinced. Honestly, I think Tim could be a pretty good president. Free Taco Tuesday. (laughs) I love his platform already. You got my vote. The first thing I'm doing when I'm president, I was like, bring me to Area 51. Sir, we can't. You bring me to Area 51 or you JFK me. Those are the options. (laughs) Okay. That was the like the beauty of 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 like Area Fifty One, like the, the government and just announced the aliens are real, and people are like, "Okay, that's great." Yeah, whatever. Let's make groceries cheaper. We whatever. I can't aliens. afford to live anymore. Can't afford to live anymore. <laughs> that's how you know what a shit show this country is when they release top secret, you know, evidence that aliens exist, and people don't even care. <laughs> Did you see the latest news? Russia came out and said that they've chased. UFOs and shot at them. See, then it is real. The, the Russians say so. I mean, the I, Russians are always right. I might, I might believe the Russians over our own government at this point. Right now. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I mean, people don't love Putin for no reason over in Russia. That's right. Well, if they don't love him, they get shot or disappeared well, off to Siberia. Is the gulag real? Do they still have that? Yeah. Oh, let's be honest. The gulag is like getting sent to Ukraine with like, it's like the scene from uh, uh, Enemy at the Gates. One man gets the rifle, one man gets the ammo. That, that's what happens if you get caught talking. Do they still people. have the like? Do they have them like? Do they still have like prisons in like Siberia where it's like eighty-seven yeah. below zero? They still have those. Do they, they have, have slave labor camps and stuff? It could be. So do they have the thing like? In the Civil War, like at Andersonville, where they had all the, uh, the 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 Union prisoners, if they crossed the deadline, they call it deadline because if you cross that line, you got shot. Jeez, there was a, it was a line. It's like a six foot line. I've been to Andersonville, so at the prison there was a there was you couldn't go. There was a line. It was called the deadline, and if you crossed that line, which was six foot from the prison wall, if you got past that line, they would shoot you dead. So that's where deadline came from. So there you go history lesson there so i bet you they have that in russia too i bet you they have a deadline get so close to something then you're dead i don't know where's it at i'm gonna cross that line but the deadline yeah i'm gonna cross it you can in andersonville it's in southern georgia go cross that deadline place is haunted you're haunted it's haunted. They like they say that freaking Cub Scouts go there and try and camp out, and the kids never make it through the night because the place is haunted. <laughs> the kids never make it through the night because they disappear. Like, it's like freaking uh, Blair Witch Project. You know, they come running around rustling up the tents and shit. They can't make it through the night because Scoutmaster Kevin gets to them. <laughs> what? Touch my piece. What? Nothing. That was, you, that was a ghost. Did you hear that? <laughs> there, there's some. I feel something. I got. I got warm liquid running down my leg. There's, there's a warm, warm sensation running down. It is making a pool on the floor. Scout leader, is that you touching my butt? No, that is a ghost. Go back to sleep. Just go back to sleep. <laughs> Here, drink this concoction. It tastes like cough syrup. No, it is not Benadryl. I promise. It's not Benadryl and it's not NyQuil it's mixed not together. <laughs> it's, that Bill Cosby, it's that Bill Cosby juice. 
this will keep the ghosts away if you drink this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're horrible. I'll see you guys in hell. <laughs> save me a resp- save me a seat. My my nephew in Florida was in the Scouts, and his Scout leader's son was busted for that. It's actually luckily he never. T- my nephew, luckily, my nephew didn't. He like he had no clue. Like this was happening on camping trips that he was on, and he had no clue what was going on. <clears throat> wow. And then when my stepson, my best one, my favorite thing was my stepson Wade was in Cub Scouts, and uh, they had a scout meeting at the scout leader's house. So we go over there to pick him up, and they're playing ball in the street, and the scout leader is drinking a beer. And I'm like, what is it? Is he getting his keg tapping badge tonight that we don't know about or something? Why is he drinking a beer in front of kids? A good badge tap. Beer tapping. It's the beer. He gets, he's got a beer tapping. <laughs> he's got his badge, so he's got to get a. But he's got his badge and you know, keg and uh, tapping kegs. So that's the uh, that's the life right there. That's right. There you go. Anybody got anything else they want to discuss or? Mikey, Tim. Football Thursday, we know that. Cowboys suck. Has, has Zeke signed for another episode of Who's Your Nerds podcast? Has, has Ezekiel Elliott signed anywhere? Do we know that? Or is he still free agent? No, he's still free agent. I is know he he's free agent. For a lot of cash, too? Or I'm, uh, I don't know. I mean, I just uh, set all my fantasy keepers, and I saw Zeke was on the Cowboys still. So either fantasy didn't update or he signed. I haven't really been paying attention. I haven't heard anything about him other than. <clears throat> well, it looks like a lot of running backs are talking about uh, sitting out, which I think is, I know they didn't sign, a lot of these players didn't actually sign the current CBA. But. The next collective bargaining agreement doesn't happen for a while. So why are you making a big fuss? You you signed the contract to play, so you better you know just live with it until you can get you know, a new CBA. I, I saw Jason Whitlock tweet something about how um, the media is intertwined with the uh, the uh, the players' union. Yeah, he talked about how many how many people hated the everybody hated Gene Upshaw when Gene Upshaw ran the union. And they complained about Gene Upshaw all the time when he was the president of the union. You don't hear anybody complaining about the union now, right? The union leader? Nope. Why? Because he's in bed with the with the media. There's nothing to complain about. But the players get a shittier deal because they kowtow. So, you know, like you said, go back to the table the next time. You can't do nothing. You know, it's union. That's the way union works. You can't do nothing until it's... You're, you're the ones that wanted a union. That's right. You know, that's you signed that. You signed up for it. You signed that. You cannot do it's, nothing until it comes up again. It's like it's like buying a house in an, in an area with an HOA. You knew what you're getting yourself into. You knew they had an HOA. There was a Karen running it. Yep. Being and then you can't complain about it now that you no. signed you signed up. So just play. You're getting paid. I mean, Josh Jacobs is sitting out too, I guess. Just play. Just go play. You're getting paid a lot of money to play a sport that you play in your backyard 
and high school for free and college. You paid all that for free, right? They're making more money than we'll ever make in our life. Exactly. <laughs> and a half of these players are, you know, they're, their season's over January 1 because they've run a shitty team. So <laughs> just go play. Meanwhile, there's guys that want to play that are off, you know, by half a second. They don't have that speed. So they're playing in the XFL. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're playing in the XFL or, or the USFL. They're not good enough for the NFL. But they would probably play for half of what you're already making. So, it's just it's just a shitty situation. It really is. I don't feel sorry for him. I really don't. It's a, it's a running it's a it's a throwing league now. It has nothing you know. It really is. So, I mean, if you're a player like Camara or something, then yeah. Because there's useful exceptions, but you know, like I said, that era of. Of Emmett Smith and Thurman Thomas and Edge and you know those guys, you know th- th- those days are over. We're, you know they're, they're done. They never come. In, they may come back. I don't know. We'll have to see. But nope, that's all I got. Because I'm not at the racetrack. Because I got my tires from my car. I'm supposed to be at the racetrack right now. Watching 410 wing sprints. Anyways, you can I'm supposed to be there, Chris. Four ten wins fresh. Kyle Larson, Rico Abreu. You can catch us at Hoosier Nerds Podcast on but Facebook. Not at the Pod Nerds on Twitter. You can watch and listen to us at Hoosier Nerds on YouTube, and you can listen to us at your favorite podcasting sites: Spotify, Amazon, TuneIn, and iTunes. <clears throat> and we're not at the Cocoa Speedway broadcasting. And you'll never wonder who's your nerds. We're not at the Speedway, though. (laughs) You just sound like a claptrap almost right there, Tim.